Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Brittany. So one of my favorite Tuttle Twin books is surprisingly the one about villains. And I think this is because villains are like, you know, bad guys. They fascinate me because I like trying to get into someone's brain and figuring out like why they do what they did, um, you know, what made them become evil. There's this term like breaking bad. That's like when somebody like dark side kind of. And I like to know like how did that happen? So we're going to have an episode, I think, next that's going to be just kind of diving into why people do bad things in general. But for now, I want to focus on one particular villain, and that is Benito Mussolini. So I think when we think of the bad guys of World War II, we think about people like Hitler, right, who, who led the Nazis, but they didn't do it alone. They teamed up with Japan and Italy to form the Axis powers or Axis, I don't remember what they were called, but Axis was, it was powers, I don't know. Um, but so. so it was, yeah, right. And Mussolini was the leader of Italy. So there were these three Axis powers that we call them in. And Italy was actually seen as the weakest, but not at first. Like that happened during the war. Um, it's even kind of said, and you'll see this throughout the story, that eventually like Hitler didn't even think that Mussolini was up to the task, right? He kind of gave him like the menial like countries to invade and stuff. So maybe that's what led Mussolini to try even harder towards his, the end of the days to be evil. But some of the scariest threats, I think, are people who are actually weak because they have something to prove, right? And so they try harder. Yeah. And you see a lot with these villains. A lot of them grew up poor. I've noticed that when you look through. Not all of them, obviously, but 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 a lot of them did. So he grew up poor in Italy. And he grew up in a household where his parents were always at odds with each other because his mother was Catholic and his father didn't believe in any religion. They call that um, atheist. He didn't believe in God or anything. And so that created a little bit of contention, right? And it was even worse because his dad was very abusive towards his mom. But Benito, he spent a lot a lot of time with his dad, who, as you can see, was probably not the best person for him to look up to. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also like an avid socialist, right? We don't, we don't like socialists. We know about that. We don't <laughs> like socialism. Now, at the time, the Italian government was like starting to squash like speech and, and people who were speaking out against their government – And Benito's dad was obviously very against this since socialists were seen as a threat to the government, right? So they they were being oppressed, which even if you don't like socialism, right, we believe in free expression and free speech. So you should be able to express ideas even if we don't believe in them. So Benito started growing um, bitter, that hating that people had more than him, right? He grew up poor. He, he, he didn't like that. Um, and he was also pretty unstable with his mood. Uh, so he would like be nice and kind one minute and then the next minute he would be like a bully and violent mm. and he even attacked one of his friends with a knife after losing a card game once. Whoa. So he would, yeah, he would fly off the handle a lot. And not like a many lot of other, emotional stability. Not a lot of emotional stability at all. So like many of our villains too, he was he was a pretty good student. That's another thing you'll see across the lines. And it's interesting to see that because I think sometimes we think of bad guys or even people who don't believe in the same ideologies as us as like dumb because they don't agree with us. But to be a really good villain, you have to be smart, to be honest with you. And and people who think differently, even believing in bad ideologies, are often really good at academics. So that's important to know. So his mom worried about his dad's influence, right? So she enrolled him in Catholic school. She thought that would help. But he didn't last long because of his erratic behavior, right? His crazy behavior. Um, And so he would fly off the handle, you know, and do drastic things, which is another thing we see with a lot of villains. Like, that's how they just, like, 
get mad and kill people, right? They just they can't mm-hmm. control their emotions. So he graduates high school and he flees to Switzerland because he didn't want to do the forced military service that you had to do in Italy, Ooh, which okay. is funny because because he later became like obsessed <laughs> with the, like military service. So that's kind of an interesting. Maybe that's in why. Way. Maybe somehow he you know even though he didn't want to do it, then he you know was always drawn to it still who knows but maybe that was well like a yeah we'll get into it so we'll talk we'll, oh, okay. we'll talk about that in, in a little bit yeah ah, so he was okay. he wasn't great at holding down jobs either and so he actually just spent all his time studying socialist philosophy which maybe is why he couldn't have a job right he just thought he should be entitled <laughs> but it wasn't just the philosophy that he liked he wanted to implement um like this new philosophy like by whatever means necessary right so he wanted to overthrow the swiss government and and let the socialists take over so he ends up trying to do this many times and spending a lot of time in jail. And eventually, like, because remember, he's not from Switzerland. So eventually they just mm-hmm. sent him back to his, his own country. It's called being deported. They sent him back to Italy. Um, and right when he got back, his mother died. And that sent him into more of like a, like, oh, excuse me, yeah, like mental spiral where he started acting even crazier than before. And this is a big turning point for him because his emotions were just out of control, but it ended up kind of paying off because people saw that as him being really, really passionate about socialism, right? And then he rose to the ranks of the Socialist Party and became a really, like, really prominent writer. But later, he actually split off from the party. So the party believed in egalitarianism. That's like that all people were equal, right, and deserved the same amount of stuff. Mussolini disagreed. He actually believed that there was a master race and that he that mm. the one race, his race, was better than the other. And you'll notice mm. that's a lot like Hitler. And you might yeah. think, because we know of Hitler's name, you might think like, oh, that's probably that's probably Mussolini probably followed Hitler, but it was actually the other way around. We'll get to that in a minute. So World War I breaks out. Italy stays neutral and that infected or affected Mussolini because he was mad. He's like, we need to show the world how mighty and superior Italy is. We need to stand up and fight. But a lot of the socialists, they were like anti-war. Like they did not believe in this, right? But that was the final straw. So Mussolini was actually expelled from the party. And so he left and became a huge champion of war. And he joined what's called the fascist party, Italian fascist. That was his party. And they believed in, like, nationalism and restoring Italy to, like, the greatness of the Roman Empire. And this is where he started becoming obsessed with the military. He wanted to become a soldier because he believed if he was going to support war, he should lead by example and actually fight in the war. Which, like, bad, yes, but at least he's consistent because there's a lot of leaders that, especially today, that are like, oh, let's go to war. But then they don't fight. They just send other people out to, to, you know, to die. So at least he was consistent. We'll give him that. So... Um, he was wounded and ends up getting sent home, spends a lot of time in a hospital bed recovering, and that's where he starts writing more. And he decides, and this is a really important lesson in history, and that's like if you get the military on your side, you have you have a lot of power because he started calling on his fellow so- soldiers and military people that he worked with to orchestrate an uprising against – this is funny – against socialism now and against the, the old parties. And um, – People, it resonated with people because after World War One, they were a little bit angry. And so they helped him. He used like powerful, violent force and took over the government essentially. And they called his like army or his like followers, they were called the Black Shirts. So he was rising to power really quickly and they called him Il Duce was his name. And that means just the Duke. Nothing okay. sounds better in Italian than it does. Yeah. <laughs> does. So eventually he gets elected into parliament and he wins over the people with passionate speech, speech, excuse me, speeches, which is a lot like Hitler and another sign of really all villains. Like they usually tend to be good at public speaking, right? They're charismatic. Mm-hmm. So 
he grows so popular that the king just like and there it wasn't just a monarchy i think they had a prime minister too but the king basically just gives him power makes him prime minister and now he's got full control to use violence to stay in power. And this is where it gets interesting because Hitler looked up to him. Right? Hitler thought he was this great leader, um, even though later on he would have called he called him a silly clown. Um, so that that's always funny to me. Hmm. Oh no, 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 sorry. Hitler looked up to Mussolini. Mussolini called Hitler a silly clown. Oh, uh, okay. So yeah, yeah. So he starts invading Ethiopia, but here's what's funny to me. I learned this in history class years ago. He invaded a country that didn't have any like real weapons. They had like spears and things like that. But he he felt like so powerful about like invading Ethiopia and taking over. And it's like he picked a country that wasn't as militarily advanced. So like it wasn't even that hard. So it's just funny to me. That's what he used. But um, Hitler took this as a sign because nobody there was no. Nobody else in the world got mad at him for invading Ethiopia. And so Hitler's like, hey, maybe I can do this. Maybe I can invade other countries and no one will even do a thing. So he starts, uh, Mussolini starts becoming more powerful, but then they enter the Spanish War. And this is where Mussolini, like, the tables start turning. So Mussolini, like his army just like blundered it. They weren't a good military. So Hitler, he's growing more powerful. He has to keep, he's bailing out Italy from all these battles because they just don't have a good military, right? And so this is embarrassing for Mussolini, who's trying to prove that these are like Roman soldiers from back in the day. And it turns out to like Hitler all throughout World War II even just keeps having to bail out Mussolini. And he's giving him like the weak countries to invade because he just doesn't even like, he's just like sending him like to go distract him because he's just not good <laughs> at, the, at being a leader. And then his health, Mussolini's health starts uh, deteriorating. And he begins being such an embarrassment that he gets put on house arrest. But Hitler brought him out again and let him be what they call a puppet ruler, meaning like Hitler was really the one pulling the strings. But they had to send like they were still an ally. Right. So or Mussolini had to like or Hitler had to like give him some little job. Right. So he made him do something terrible. He helped round up the Jewish people and send them to the concentration camps, which we know is absolutely horrible. So and it, by the end of the war, I think uh, Connor and I talked about this once. Hitler ends up killing himself rather than having to live in a world where his plan didn't work out. But that's not what happened to Mussolini. When the war ended and the Allied forces, which is like, that was America, that was Russia, that was you know, like France, like Europe, um, they began liberating these European countries from the Axis powers and Mussolini was able to flee. But they set up all these checkpoints on borders and he was caught and he later was publicly executed pretty brutally. I think they like just shot him until he died, which doesn't sound oh, wow. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so some things, part of the reason and I love the way the villain book is laid out because at the end um, it says like, what can we learn from this? And I think there's a lot of lessons and I kind of touched on them as we went through like that this thread of like being poor, that there's a lot of these villains that grow up and think like, okay. I was poor. Not only do I have something to prove, but I want to, you know, I, I should have had this. I should have had that. Um, so there's a lot of, and, and power, power corrupting and people thinking they have to get it through force. So I'm going to get into more of what makes somebody do bad things. That's going to tie into this episode in the next episode. Okay. So we'll wrap this one up here. And guys, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. And until next time, we will talk to you soon. All right. See you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.